Welcome to the Jane Wareham Podcast. I'm your host, Jane, a certified life coach and mindset expert with over 10 years experience in the well-being space. If you spent years creating what looks to be a pretty sweet life for yourself, but still feel unfulfilled, don't worry. I felt this way too. I'm here to help you understand the power of your mind and show you how you can use it to unlock the happy and fulfilling life that you want and deserve. Don't delay your happiness any longer. Let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. We are here with another amazing guest. I have Gabrielle Hayes here, and she is very interesting. She is also speaking on the Women Thrive Summit, which is going to be amazing coming up in March. And thank you, Gabrielle, for being here today. Thanks, Jane. I'm so excited to spend some time with you. Me too. And now, this is going to be an interesting one because in a previous episode, I mentioned to y'all, you got to start saying no. But Gabrielle is going to tell us today why we want to start saying yes more than no so that you can truly embrace a life of full experience, a happy life, a fulfilling life. This is what we want. And she's going to help us understand why we need to start saying yes. So let's get into this, Gabrielle. I'd love for you to share with everyone a little bit about your story. How did you get to this point of where you are today, where you feel like you need to start saying yes a lot more? So, you know, about five years ago, I had a really dramatic trauma happen in my life. And it silenced me, it hid me, and I'm talking like weeks in my room away from society. And I had it all before that. I had the corporate career, I had the perfect suburban home, I had my husband who was my high school sweetheart, we had two beautiful kids. I mean, it was everything you see on the sitcoms and on the TV, right? But then life happened, and suddenly I didn't feel like I had a life anymore. And I was like, wait, something's missing here. And I've always joked, I've always felt like a gypsy, like nowhere ever felt like home, no job ever felt like home. I was always trying different things, doing different things. And I just decided, you know what? I have one shot at this thing called life. Like that was the biggest thing I took away from that traumatic experience. And I'm not going to lose my one shot by living in the same place, doing the same job and being miserable when life actually happens. I'm going to instead show up and live in my life. So collectively as a family, we've made an agreement that above anything else, we prioritize memories and experiences. And that's how we make decisions. So do we want to go on vacation? Is it going to be a memory or an experience? Do we want to move to a new state? Is it going to be a memory or an experience? And so that's kind of our family's crest of like our guiding decisions. Oh my gosh. I love this. And as you said, you felt like a gypsy. I used to, when I was traveling, my Instagram handle was traveling gypsy. Like I felt that kind of whimsicalness, but okay. So I love that you got everyone on board. So tell us a little bit about that because, okay, you said a lot of great things here. Firstly, I mean, a lot of listeners now probably feel where you were at, that they had all these amazing things. And I mean, life, stress, overwhelm, all these things can happen. And then you realize, wait a second, what's going on? Why am I living this way? Why does life feel this way? Shouldn't life be good? When you start to have that realization towards, you know, there has to be something better and I need to take charge of this. How did you start, you know, those types of conversations with the people around you? Because 
some people listening too, you know, you're in a relationship and you're like, well, wait a second, I want more to life, but you don't really know if your partner is going to get on board or if, you know, your family support system. How did you kind of breach that? I think I definitely had to start internally and I had to be okay with being different. I remember growing up, I always felt different, but I always was trying to fit into the same box that everybody else did because I just wanted to have friends and I just wanted to fit in and I just wanted to, you know, network and do these things. So I had to start with myself. And what did I actually want my life to look like? And um, it's a really funny story how we ended up in Tulsa. And that's how I got all of the family on board was I was living in Atlanta. My husband was working in Oregon and had been there for almost eight months. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. This is not the life I want. So it was about 2 or 3 a.m. I text my husband and I said, how do you feel about moving to Tulsa? Never been. Neither one of us. And he was like, I mean, I guess if you think that's a good idea. And I think both of us completely thought, we'll never hear about it again. I found this relocation program. And I'm like, great, they'll pay us to move. We'll move into a community already. It's exactly what I'm looking for. And I sent him my application in the middle of the night, never thinking I'd hear back again. And within a month, I had been approved and I got an email that said, congrats, it's time to move to Tulsa. And I went, oh, shit, what did we just do? And so honestly, though, it was the fact that we had this opportunity. And I think you and I were talking before we started recording, right? Just speaking it out into the universe and kind of manifesting what you want, but being okay that it may not look like exactly what you're thinking it will look like. I was able to use that like momentum that someone saw something in me to move me here, literally pay my family to move to an entire another state. We'd be stupid to let that go. You know, like if you want a job to pay you, what do you have to get through all these promotions? You have to fight for relocation. You have to do all this stuff. And I was like, I don't want to do that anymore. And so we sat the kids down and we talked about it and, you know, kind of really focused on what memories and experiences we were going to get by moving to another state. And surprisingly, it's like one of the greatest things we ever did. And we've since moved again and are in the plans of moving again. And so it's like, It takes the stress of it away, though, is knowing you have this family around you. But I think a lot of times, especially as the matriarch, right, of your family or even just your friends, right, there's usually one or two of us that are kind of the leaders of the group showing that you may be scared, but that there is support, that there is good on the other side of stepping through that uncomfort is really helpful. And I'm really proud because Now, like when my kids have to switch schools or whatever, something crazy happens, it's not like their world is falling apart anymore because they already know there's going to be this uncomfortable piece, but there really is beauty on the other side of it if you're willing to go find it. Oh, that's so amazing and so inspiring. And, you know, your choices to say yes, maybe to some people right now might seem a bit extreme. I have a similar, I mean, okay, we have two completely different lives. I'm not married, do not have kids and live in Canada. But back in 2015, I made a choice because I was working full time as a project manager. And I knew that there was more to life. And I wanted to see more of the world. And I quit my job. And I sold all my shit. I sold all my things so that I didn't feel like I needed to come back. Like it was like, I'm just going to sell it all, give a box to my brother at a store of keepsakes. And then I'm like, that's it, you know? And I traveled around the world and really kind of like you in that moment, 
I decided, you know, I'm all about experiences and memories. It's like, this is wild, like how we've connected because I very much aligned to that. And I made that choice. And from then on, I realized, okay, as I'm flowing through life here and as I'm choosing some like key things on where I want to put my energy for work, what type of places do I want to live? Like, how do I want to, as I like to say, anchored somewhere like you have an anchor and I'm always like loosely rooted like I'm like there ain't no anchors on this boat like we're in shallow waters (laughs) yeah exactly like I can lift the anchor I don't need any electrical work you know but literally yeah it's so it's so so interesting so now it seems you know sometimes maybe easy to say yes but it's definitely not and what do you think are the reasons that you yourself in the past, clients that you work with. I know you've helped so many people throughout the last few years, shifting their mindset, shifting their perspective. Why do we keep saying no? You know, I think honestly, so many of us are rooted in the fear of failure. And if I say yes to something that's foreign, that's unknown, that I may not exactly know what's on the other side, How do you explain that to people, right? I think we've gotten in this world where like we have to explain our decisions to everyone. So imagine I lived in this perfect planned suburban neighborhood and I had the most incredible friends. Imagine the reaction when they saw the for sale sign go up in front of this house that I custom built. Like, what are you talking about? What are you doing? And it's like, I can't even actually tell you. I don't have the answers. And I think we're so afraid of saying we don't have all the answers. Or this may not work out, but you know what? I'm going to learn something on the other side of it. So if it's leaving a relationship, maybe I don't know what's on the other side of it for me, but I may make a mistake, but I also may learn what I don't want in the future. And knowing what you don't want to me is more important than knowing what you do because you've got to be open to different experiences And if you walk through life and you're like, this is what my career is supposed to look like by the time I'm 35, and this is when I'm supposed to be married, and this is when I'm supposed to have this vacation home, and this, you are just chugging towards that, and you're not looking around and experiencing what's around you. And there's so many life lessons in everything around us. Um, One of my like favorite pastimes is when I need downtime, I watch TV. And I have notes upon notes upon notes in my phone of like, this TV show had these 75 life lessons and this TV show had these 50 life lessons because it's all right here around us. We just don't open up our eyes enough to experience it. Oh, I love that. And I never even thought to take notes while watching TV. It's so true. Oh, it's hilarious. Even, okay, this is going to sound, I mean, I'm giving a glimpse in some of the TV that I watch, but I'm guilty for some TV shows like Love Island. But what's hilarious is when I'm watching it, I'm like, whoa, like I literally see how I used to behave in past relationships or see certain behaviors. And I'm like, I'm learning the way that I'm watching the dynamics in relationships. And I'm learning how people are communicating or not communicating. And it does teach you a lot of things. And I really like that you brought up fear. Of course, fear of failure. That is, we don't want to look to anyone like we failed. We don't want to look like we don't know what's going on, like we don't have full control. And I think you're right. It's like that can stop us. But if we look at it more like we're taking, we're saying yes, we're potentially taking a risk. We're going to feel uncomfortable. We're going to be new at something possibly, you know, start fresh. And if anything, I really like that you brought up about knowing what you don't want. 
And like, that's exactly whether it's leaving a relationship, leaving a certain area of town, moving to a new city, moving from city life to suburbia, like whatever it is, right? Like experiencing living in a country that doesn't have running water like we do. Like there's so many different things, but you start to learn what you don't want. But one thing that I literally ask, and guys are so surprised because everyone says, what do you want in a woman, right? Everyone's always like, what do you want in a woman? I say, what do you don't want in a partner? And they're like, whoa, I've never been asked that before. And even for anyone listening, what it isn't, what in life do you not want? Like, what can you reflect back on from all of your past experience and see things that happen and identify that those are things that you don't want to happen again? Or those are things that, you know, maybe you yourself we're a certain type of person and you want to grow and evolve from that because how the heck are you going to know what you want if you don't know what you don't want? Absolutely. I mean, I, you know, with my career coaching clients, we talk about this a lot, um, especially as remote work and now people are going back to the office and that's a huge determining factor of what kind of job you take. And I tell people all the time, I was in that boat where I was like, I will only work remote. Because I lived in a city where I drove two hours one way to work and two hours home. So that was my only frame of reference. And I was like, hell no, I'm not doing that anymore. But now that I have gone out, I've experienced other places, I've seen other cities, I don't mind going into offices anymore, as long as it doesn't consume my entire day or like, you know, I have this huge commute. But those are the kind of things that if I only ever worked this one corporate job and drove four hours a day and then just decided, nope, not for me, never going to do that again, I wouldn't know what my other options are out there. And I think it's important. Like, I love that you asked that question because it's like, that's a non-negotiable for me. I need to know what are your non-negotiables because right out of the gate, we're going to know this is a potential match or like, heck no, it's just not going to work. Nice to meet you. Exactly. And that's like, that's me getting into their psyche, right? Especially as the mindset coach, like, I swear when people start talking to me, they're like intrigued. They're like, what the heck? Why are you asking me these questions? Because really it's true, but I'm trying to get an understanding into their, into their mind. And that's a great example that you just said about working remote. Cause I know that there's certain things I've said that I want to do in my business, but really that's relevant to my current situation. You know, where like, oh, I want my business to be a hundred percent remote or whatever. So I can take it wherever I go. But that's not necessarily always going to be the case. And situationally, and you put yourself in a new situation that opened your eyes to, well, going into the office doesn't have to be so bad when you don't need to commute two hours. Like that is crazy. That's a long commute for you. So this is really great. And I think that a lot of people listening right now are going to be able to really relate to some of the things that you're saying. So let's just say, okay, so we're telling people right now, first step, you know, to saying yes is really looking from within and really determining what you want. How do you help guide your clients on figuring out like, how the heck do I know what I want? Like, okay, us coaches, we're like, okay, what do I want? I could like write out a whole page. Like I could write a lot of things that I want. But for someone that's maybe, you know, hearing this for the first time and they're like, wow, I've never really thought about what is it that I want? How do you help guide your clients to figure that out? I teach my clients that we're going to find career alignment fit. So that starts with you have to know who you are. And so again, you have to know what your non-negotiables are. You have to know what's important to you. And one of my favorite activities to get my clients there and to be able to understand that 
is I do this kind of prioritized role matrix, right? And so you sit down and all of us, no matter where you are in life, you play many roles in your life. You may be sister, brother, mother, father, right? Like employee, there's all of these roles. And so once you write all of them out, it very clearly then starts to be like, okay, this one makes me feel good. This one gives me eh, kind of feeling. This one I have to do because it pays my bills, but I still don't feel great about it. And so it really starts to help you kind of take that 10,000 foot view, right? Because when you're living in it every day, you don't know. The alarm clock goes off, you get up, you do the things that are in front of you. And so this is that space to kind of stop and really write out where are all the places you're showing up and how you're showing up in those places. And then do you even want to be doing that anymore? And so once you kind of do that, you'll realize like, oh, I've been coaching my kid's baseball team because someone said we need a coach, but I literally dread every time I have to get out there on Saturday morning. And it's like, well, then you're not doing good for you or your kid, right? And so it's like, be okay having that conversation with yourself so you can hype yourself up to go have that conversation with whoever's on the other side of that role. No, that's amazing. That's really good advice because I do believe that our energy is so precious and where we put it has a direct impact on our happiness, really. And, you know, I know that this is all about saying yes. And that's saying yes to things that are going to bring you joy. Like you connected that you want memories, you want experiences. And so you're going to use that almost as, you know, deciding factors in the choices that you're making. You're like criteria, you know, to work against. Does it satisfy this? And I think, yeah, like doing that little bit of audit on where your time and energy is going and how you feel, because at the end of the day, our feelings lead everything. So we act based off how we feel. We think based off how we feel. So, you know, realistically, if you're doing these things, that example is great too. So simple, but it's so true. Like coaching something that you don't actually want to do, you're just going to feel bad. And we want to encourage feeling good as much as possible and really being aware of where our time and energy is going. So what are some of your upcoming things that you're planning to say yes to? What's coming up for you? We are actually fully embracing digital nomad life. So um, we're getting ready to hit the road in an RV full time with three kids. So y'all send some good energy my way. But I'm really excited because, you know, we love to travel, but it gets complicated as a family of five, you know, doing it the traditional, right? Like getting on a plane, going in a hotel. We don't even fit in a regular hotel room anymore. So it's just kind of crazy. So that I'm very excited about. And it's funny. It's like my husband keeps saying, okay, well, where are we going first? I'm like, I don't know. I don't have that on my agenda. All I know is I got to get our shit in an RV and then you tell me where you're driving it to and I'll be fine. So that's a big one for me. And then really this Women Thrive Summit is a huge you know, memory and experience that I'm saying yes to. And not only because I'm getting to you know go on this stage and share this message with all of the audience, but the relationships we all have been able to build as speakers has just been incredible and something that I didn't expect signing up to be a speaker. You know, like I think they talked about it, but until you get in it, you don't know the reality of it. Um, so that's the kind of the two big things that are up on the personal and professional front. And look at that for you, honestly. Like, I don't know what your sign is, but I'm like, man, are you an Aquarius or something? Because like literally like your travel vibes and everything like that. But literally, I love that 
look at where you were before and look at these choices that you're making now. And, you know, and I love that your husband's like, where are we going? Like, does it matter? And I know when I traveled Eastern Europe, so when I sold all my things and traveled, I met up with someone that I was dating in Eastern Europe. And I literally was like, where are we going? And he was like, well, we're going to start in Prague. And then I was like, and then where? And he was like, I don't know, Vienna, Macedonia, Bulgaria, Croatia. Like he just starts rhyming off countries. And I was like, I need to open a map. Like I was literally like, I don't know. But how beautiful is that? That you're just, you're just going to go. And you don't know, you're going to discover little towns and discover places you didn't even know that you would experience and create these beautiful memories with your family. And so I'd love to know, actually, what are some of the things that you value? Because clearly, this has to be pretty tightly linked to some of your personal core values. And I think that as well for listeners might be helpful because they're like, okay, so yeah, Gabrielle, great. You obviously want to create memories and experiences. Cool. You know, and they might be like, don't we all? But what are some of the things that you value? Because I think that really might help link these together. Yeah, certainly. And I'm a Libra, so I like to find the balance. So, you know, and I look at my core values as how do I want people to feel when they're interacting with me? And that's how I choose my values. That's how I live them. So right now, and they change, but like right now, my biggest ones are, do people feel loved and supported around me? Is that a natural experience when you're with me, whether it's on the phone or in person? So that's one that really leads what I do. But also empowerment is a huge one for me right now. I mean, I literally rebranded my company to go around career empowerment for this exact reason that I want people to feel like they have a choice and they get to say yes or say no. And so really, you know, focusing on that love, that support, that empowerment is huge to me. And truthfully, me, myself, I'm on a pretty lengthy healing journey and figuring out who I am. And so being open to that, I think will forever kind of be this core value of mine, being willing to change and modeling that for others. Because I think there are some of us in this world who carry that change energy with us that kind of show people it's acceptable, show people it's okay. And I'm very proud to feel like I'm doing that. And so I don't ever want to lose that that change spirit that I have. Yeah, beautiful. And I think that's a really interesting way of looking at values in how you want other people to feel. Sometimes it can be hard to identify personal values from within and we put so much pressure on what, what should they be? And I can't just pick five or I can't pick this many. But then really thinking about, yeah, like how do you want people to feel when they're interacting with you, when they're around you? And that can be a great starting point. I mean, you are so inspiring and I'm so excited for your rebrand that you just did. And I have no doubt in the empowerment that you are going to shed on so many people and not only as well, bring amazing things to this Thrive community. So if there's anything you want to leave the audience with that's been listening, one final takeaway from you, what would it be? Final takeaway would be it's your life and ultimately you have full control over it. Um, so just be willing to go try something different. And it could be small, different pair of shoes, stopping at a different gas station for the day, whatever it may be, but be open and accepting to change because there's a whole world out there that we've not ever considered. Wonderful. And where do you hang out? What's the best place for our audience to get in touch with you? I'll obviously have all of your links in the show notes, but where are you? How can they get in touch? 
So I'm most active on LinkedIn, Gabrielle Hayes there. I've got a big orange background in my picture, so you can't miss me. But then also I'm over on Instagram a good bit now too, sharing a lot of that healing journey. And that's at highly.inquisitive. Amazing. Thank you again. This was so great. I'm absolutely have a lot of food for thought, even for myself. I think I need to start setting some ideas on, okay, when I'm making decisions, like I know I'm very decisive and I know I go after things that make me happy, but I think I could maybe kind of add some things in like you've done with, is it going to be an experience? Is it going to create a memory? And then I need to start saying more. Yes. So thank you so much for being here today. Thanks, Shane. Loved it so much. Thanks for listening today. Be sure to download, subscribe, rate, and share this with a friend if you really enjoyed this episode. Have a comment or a topic you'd like me to cover? I'd love to hear it. Come connect with me over Instagram at Jane Wareham. See you next time.